You are listening to Talk Classic. What if when uh, you told me you were pregnant, you're like, I got you a baby. <laughs> and then I said, got you a pepe? And I'm like, no, I got you a baby. And I went, got you a pepe. Where did the, uh, where'd the ladybug go? She's gone. Oh, I was going to uh, let her out. You got to put her outside or she's definitely going to die. Oh, I don't see where she is. Wait, are ladybugs always, are all ladybugs females? <laughs> That's yes. That's a yes. All ladybugs are females and they're all lesbians. (laughs) There used to be males, but what they did is they had kind of like a, like a sexual revolution, gender revolution at one point, like a long time ago. And they got really organized and they kind of like weeded out all the male ladybugs and then through selective female lesbian breeding. And now there are no more male ladybugs. Wait, are you fucking with me? No. Yes. (laughs) Just kidding. Actually, I'm curious. I mean, I know for a fact that there are male and female ladybugs, but now that I say that out loud, male and female insects, what does that really even constitute? I mean, I know there are females and males and insects, but like, mm-hmm. is there a ladybug dong? Is there a ladybug vag? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Hmm. I wonder how ladybugs mate. Um... Yeah, I think they just get on top of each other and have sex like normal bugs. Well, no, I know that. So oh, you mean just ladybugs. So unless they're ladybugs scissoring, then there's definitely a male and a female. <laughs> you think they're ladybugs scissoring? No. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta turn off that kitchen light. This okay. Drive me crazy. Just um, off the top of my head while she's turning off the kitchen light, I would just like, I don't know, just off the top of my head, I would say, like, just from what I remember, the ladybug life cycle starts with, um, like, a male and a female mating. Um, they re- reproduce sexually, and each species of ladybug has its own pheromones for attracting a mate. And when they find each other, I remember this part, the male grips the female from behind and hold on, holds on really tight. <laughs> and uh, they can, they can uh, copulate. They can like stay inside of each other for up to two hours. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I just remembered all of that, all that ladybug information. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you just remember that. This is fascinating. I'm actually just thinking of this inside my own brain, not reading it. Female ladybugs can store a male's sperm for two to three months before laying eggs. Hmm. Huh. Like store the sperm inside the ladybug. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's. We, as us human women, also store sperm. You store it, though, in the cupboard, which is weird. (laughs) That's odd. And you have, like, a few jars right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm always like, what are you doing with that, honey, when we're finished? You're always like, oh, I'm just going to put it in the cupboard just in case we need it for later. Um, Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, that reminds me, actually. Uh, You know, a lot of people have been, you know... Every time I walk down the street, people have been stopping me here and there. And they've been saying, Chris, when are you going to do another episode with Danny? <laughs> and so people will say that to me and I'm walking 
and you know it'll stop me in the middle of my walk and then I'll I always say like we're going to do it soon and so now you know having said that I'm thinking what what are some interesting times recently that we need to catch people up on for those three people that do care about what's going on the the ladybug stuff the reproduction stuff reminds me of the recent uh sex kerfuffle uh, with the smoke alarm. Where did that little ladybug go? I think she's gone. <clears throat> I think she flew the coop. Mm. Isn't it true, though, that every time you see a ladybug, would you use the pronoun she because it's a ladybug? Um, I'm... Hmm. Or you're, you, would say, you would say they just because you're a little bit more woke than me. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would probably still say he. <laughs> you would say he, huh, on the ladybug. Yes, I, I don't know. Let That's interesting. Let's see. Let me let me let me think about this. Oh, my little guy. I would probably yeah. I'd probably think uh, yeah. Little guy. Yeah. Hey, little guy. Yeah. I don't know. Did you hear what I said though about the? Re- Do you remember that the se- the recent sex kerfuffle? Um. Because we're talking about ladybugs the, copulating. People pass mm, me. People mm, stop me walking down the street and say, "What are you gonna do?" Sperm another in the day? cupboard. Sperm in the cupboards. Mm-hmm. Vis a vis. Smoke alarm in the cupboard. <laughs> Oh, in the, in the freezer. In the freezer, that's right. So, <laughs> oh, and in the, oh, the we, we just uh, store our um, smoke alarms in different places around the house. The reason is, the reason that Danny stores my semen and the smoke alarms in different places is because um, we will sometimes, how do I put this? Sometimes when we're having sex, we're also making pizza. <laughs> Basically, Which um, every time we have pizza is um, usually every Sunday night. And for some reason, Chris <laughs> connects pizza with sex. I don't know. It's no. Like he can't. Well, he well, OK, after, you know, um, he gets off. I get I get off. <laughs> I thought this happens before. I get after off. he ejaculates, he's like. He's just so I clap my hands. Ho- you're just so <laughs> gung ho about pizza, so it's like you. I think I think it's that. I think I'm very gung gung ho about pizza. After I, I think I'm pretty sure you pronounced it ejaculate. What? What do you think? What, what did I say? I think you said ejaculate. Ejaculate. Oh, there it is. Ejaculate. Yeah. But uh, I thought I thought for a second maybe, like you say, cousin, and you say birthday. That mm-hmm. maybe you had been saying ejaculate this whole time, and I, I never noticed until now. On ejaculate, <laughs> like ejaculate. I was gonna say it sounds like a jack o' lantern. <laughs> anyway, uh, what you're talking about is when it's been basically he he like wants to be really 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 hungry. Well, I get really hungry after I ejaculate. It, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. It's right. like, <clears throat> and you just want to so, be so excited about the pizza, but anyways. But also think about this is that pizza night, there's some other, there's some other interesting details to this entire situation. It's mm-hmm. not just about me being gung-ho after I ejaculate. <laughs> it's also because we've had a tough week raising two children, sure. running, you know, this uh, nonprofit, this very serious podcast. And I think you also know, Sundays, working. Sundays like special, yeah, working, multiple jobs, working out. working out, training for the big fight. And, but the the point is, is that 
it's 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 also that Sunday is not not only pizza night, but it's also like we're just getting time alone for the first time all week. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, kind yeah. of that's go true, hand in true. hand. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. needless to say, yeah, cor- he, oh, for some reason the pizza and the sex go hand in hand. They really do. The pizza and the sex go hand in hand. I think it's because pizza is a really fun thing to do. Sex is a fun thing to do. And when we haven't seen each other, like really. For a week. For a week. <laughs> for, for really, like, all I want to do with you is have sex and then eat pizza with you and then watch a movie. That's all I want to do. That's <laughs> yeah. all I got want to goddamn do all week. But anyway, so what we're talking about here is that every time we make pizza in this small apartment, we have a gas stove. Mm-hmm. We were having sex on the couch. Fire alarm goes off. Woody wakes up. <laughs> nakedly running across the house, hiding the fire alarm. Danny's stopping Woody from crying. The fire alarm or the smoke detector, which what's the, no, it's a smoke detector, not a fire alarm. That's like in a school. Oh, yes. Uh, The detector. Mm -hmm. The detector. The smoke detector will not go off no matter what. Mm -hmm, And this is before we just replaced it. Yeah. Whether I kept turning it off, I kept blowing on it. But we still have that one. Oh, no, it still does that. Yeah. But anyway, so we, we figured out after like three times of the smoke detector going off due to pizza, waking up the kids mid-sex, pre-ejaculate, gung-ho, that uh, we had to put the uh, smoke detector in the freezer every time. Yeah. And then so like, like so the funniest thing is like someone's come <laughs> over before and they open the freezer and there's a smoke detector in the freezer. And like, what's this in here for? And we're like, long story. <laughs> Yeah. And it still goes off sometimes. I yeah, think. our issue that time though was we were like, let's put the the pizza in the oven, and then when we're done, it's gonna be nice and perfectly hot, and it'll just all line so it'll perfectly. Line, yeah, we were and trying we to line really it up. We really screwed it up. We really screwed it up. We thought that as soon as the the ladybug copulation was finished. <laughs> That it would be like, boom, ejaculate, gung-ho, clap hands, pizza's, <laughs> pizza's like, ding. And then we're like, ooh, hot meal. Let's turn on a, <laughs> a cinema film. But no, that's not how it works it for ha- our parents. It, it didn't happen that way. Yeah, it's because we have kids. Because <laughs> if you didn't have kids, the smoke detector goes off and nobody wakes up. There's no one sleeping. Yeah. So you're just like, ha, 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 the smoke detector. Then you throw it in the freezer. You go back to uh, copulating and then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But it's like the kid's constantly waking up every single time. Well, I, Recently, though, I feel like Woody's been doing good just to catch everybody. I mean, they do. They both do really good. Unless We're pretty the, lucky, Unless I the think. smoke detector goes y- off. Y- well, no, sometimes even that goes off and they don't wake up. It blows my mind. But that specific time, of course, they woke up. That was a big one. Of course, they woke up. That was up. the one heard around the world. It's like, oh, they're having sex? Okay. Right. We're going to wake up. Have to. It's a classic. I mean, that's a classic parent thing, right? <laughs> Plus, Max is sleeping in his room. Woody's sleeping in our room. Mm-hmm. And so we're having sex right in the family room. Where if, with wh- the door to the hallway, the door to the hallway is, has a very wide crack. Um, speaking of wide cracks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the door? <laughs> are you talking about... The, what is it called down below the door? Down there? <laughs> I know. Every you know, I said wide crack, and I knew something was gonna happen. And then I said down below, and I, was, I just said any all of it. I said anyway. You said all of it. So uh, think, no, whenever, basically, okay. people I'm sure can hear us because whenever like, Danny's wide crack is involved down below, people <laughs> people can definitely hear us. 
No, you're talking about the the door to the hallway in our like apartment yeah, building. Like yeah, the, because of the goddamn crack wide cracks. Wide, Speaking crack. of the wide crack, we need to order one of those things yeah, off of do. Amazon mm-hmm. that covers the wide crack. It's mm-hmm. like a little rubber. What is that? A rubber for a wide crack. What is that called? It's kind it's of like, like a door, door stop. stop. Door stop. Or oh, maybe it's like um, not like a wind. Something to do with. I think it's like a wind. Like it's, like, a, it's like a wind stopper. Something like that. <laughs> a wind stopper. <laughs> what is it that comes through? What if you were a copy? Like a, what if you like were a breeze? What if you were a copywriter for like a company that sells products and they're like, what's this called, Danny? You're like a wind stopper. <laughs> they're like, hmm. Okay. No, but what is it? Uh, the, um, well, the breeze. Not com- the breeze. Not the, the wind. The draft. The draft. <laughs> <laughs> not the breeze. Not the wind. The draft. The Danny Harris story. <laughs> Is it like a draft stopper? <laughs> I don't know. What is it called, though? I don't know. Oh. How to stop a draft from blowing in your wide crack. <laughs> um, hmm. So we got that. We got that anecdote. It's a good, pretty good bit. What else has been going on? Um, what else has been happening? What's been happening with us? Well, I guess since the last time we talked, I just started... Working at the couch. Uh, you were working at Kachina. a re- you were working at a restaurant, and it was so funny because that last episode was so. Um, that was just I was that was a crazy transition for me, that and was, now I'm just like I go to work like it's just like actually yeah I'm remembering and you were like you were talking about how that was like as you said a difficult transition but you were like kind of going through a little it was just weird it was the first time you had been back to work in years because of the yeah, kids yeah. And, how do you feel but, now? Oh, now been back it's to just work? like... Has it been a year since you've been back to work? No. Almost. Almost. October? And I mean, I've switched. Um, yeah, it was October. So, so gosh, not, it feels not like quite it's a been year. a year. But um, yeah, I was working nights and then we decided, uh, even though I loved working there, um, working nights was difficult with the kids. So then I switched over to a place called Ganshan Station. Um and should we bleep that stuff out or should we leave it in? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm sure it's fine. What, well, are, the, whatever. what are there four people going to listen to this? <laughs> this episode could already be called wide crack or it could be called sex and pizza. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so you've been back to work almost a year, nine um, months. <clears throat> yeah. it's great. You love it. Everything was good. See, why do you, why do you like it so much? Um, I mean, it's not like I love it, but you because I would do. much rather be doing like something more fulfilling. But of course, I I do really. Um, it's it's good because you know I go I come in and come out. Um, you come in and you come out. <laughs> That's what I do on Sundays. Gosh, every time I I do that too, like I know. <laughs> I always know. Are you sure you speak directly into the mic? But I am. Well, you were just doing a head turn, so it was going in and out and in and out. Okay. It sounds great. Your voice is actually like absolute caramel tonight. Oh, thanks. You're looking, okay. You're looking good over there with that caramel. <laughs> we just start getting erotic on the show. We start making out. Sorry, keep going. Um. So uh, that just reminded me of a Bachelor episode. Um. Oh, there's Woody. There's Woody. Okay, well, we're going to um, pause this and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a commercial. 
Taco Bell, Taco Bell, starting fresh and starting early. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, snappy cheese and crispy lettuce. The freshest you can get it, shredded, simmered, chopped and grated. Taco Bell, put a smile on your face. And Taco, Taco, Taco Bell, everybody loves the taste. And Taco, Taco, Taco Bell, cause we're the fresh food place. Taco Bell. And we're back. <laughs> to talk about the classic after that word from our sponsor. I wonder what it was. We won't find out till the episode comes out what the commercial was. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of fascinating. I mean, we just have so many ads, or rather big companies vying for ad spots, that it could really be anything. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be Spice Walla. Oh. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll run an ad Pretty on the cool. show. I mean, I guess all the inappropriate humor probably wouldn't be good for the brand. True. True. How was Woody? Sweet and precious. What did he say? Marshmallow. What, what did he say? Um, he didn't say anything. Did he make any noises? Mm, yeah. What did he say? He said, it got you up baby. Remember. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Woody's one. One in uh February, March, April, May. He's um, seven. Almost a year and a half. Almost yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Second I mean, child. Almost. He is a year. Oh, I guess he's a year and a half. I think he's a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, February, March, April, May, June. Mm -hmm. Yeah, July. Yeah, that's it. You're one year and a half. <clears throat> God. People, if you have children, or rather, if you don't have children yet, or if you only have one kid, just wait. It gets better. I need you all, all you ladies out there, I need you to consider your pair. Consider your, your beautiful pair. Your pair is your uh, uterus. Your beautiful plump pear, and just let it let it be ready for the picking. Oh, like P E A R. P E A R. Oh, for some reason I thought you meant P A I R. I was like, what is he talking about? You're ready for that pear. <laughs> oh, I see two kids. Get rid of that pear. Or yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, what I was saying made no sense, so that you should have been confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just often think of a woman's uterus as her beautiful mm. pear, mm -hmm. right for the picking. Oh. It's just me trying to convince our female friends to have children so they also live in never-ending insanity. <laughs> Hopefully they don't listen to the show or they'll know that I've just been tricking <laughs> them this entire time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, but it's not that crazy because everybody does it since the dawn of civilization. Well, that's like the, that's what's so crazy to me. Seems you know what? Like, people talk about having children like somebody talks about starting a really intense, stressful no, company. I, I, but the thing is, is not that many people start a stressful company, but everybody has children for the most part. Well, it's so weird. It's almost as if sometimes I feel like I chose this really like strenuous path, difficult path that not many people do. But everybody does it. It's so crazy. But I mean, in the end, it's like right now it's crazy. But in the end, obviously, in it's, the end. it's <laughs> like when we're dying, <laughs> you're like, but in the end, I will be looking up at you as I, 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 uh, I whisper out my death rattle, and I'll say, oh, this isn't so bad. And then you, and then you die, in the end. But you're saying With after my the, children I, taking care of me, exactly wiping your tish, mm, wiping exactly. your tish. In the end, that's what I mean. In the end, in the end, when Max and Woody are wiping, oh, me wiping mine. They're wiping my your, tush. your tush. Actually, Max literally said. <laughs> What did he say? He said, your, your touche is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has good taste. It was so, I mean, it was 
out and your tush was, your tush was out <laughs> and he was looking at it and you were like twerking in front of our four-year-old <laughs> son probably <laughs> He was like, your tush is my favorite. He literally, literally said, your tush is my favorite. It was really cute. That is cute. <laughs> it's probably because they've seen me like smack your tush so many times. I mean, times they're definitely they're... butt boys. Butt boys. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be butt like, men. Although I think they're boob, that definitely boob sounds, boys. That definitely sounds gay. They're, they're butt boys and they're going to be butt men one day. You're like at a soccer game with the other moms and they're like, they're like Johnny loves to Johnny loves astronomy. And you're like, my sons are both butt boys. And they're like, ah. Wait, Johnny loves astronomy. Like their son is Johnny and he loves astronomy. And then you say, my boys are butt boys. <laughs> Max likes my butt. Yeah. I mean, oh, what is coughing? I think he'll be okay. Um. Yeah, I love that I could potentially be a soccer mom. I'm like kind of into that but idea. But you'll probably be a karate mom. Well, you'll be. I mean, yeah. a soccer mom is just but like there's something one about name. like how I don't really like care about sports. But there's something like exciting about potentially being a sports being mom. like in that world. In the world, in that mystical world. <laughs> I love how you're talking about it. Like it's like high fashion or like, like the art world. When we, went, when we went to the baseball game, I was like, I'm into this like i could really just like be in, in the sports world <laughs> <laughs> you know i like, I like how you the funny the funniest thing is that we went to a nashville tourist game for everybody who listened to the last episode they heard that and then you had literally never ever been to a baseball game in your life and then we stayed for like half of the game and then you're like i could really commit to the sports world yeah, it was just like exhilarating. What was it about? Was it about all the boys in tight pants running around? Oh, the field? I mean, definitely. The, I mean, <laughs> definitely the baseball players. Like, come on! Like, why don't we see them around town? <laughs> You're like, why don't I see them around town? <laughs> like, what if I, I was just wondering if I've come upon a tourist baseball player? <laughs> if you've come upon one, <laughs> and like, didn't know. No, oh, I, like you like walked by this massive yeah. celebrity that is a national tourist <laughs> player and you're like, I never even knew. I know. Like, how is that not a thing? Like, how are we not like, oh, the, the tourist baseball guy came in today? Or... Well, it's because it's single A baseball because they're not celebrities. Well, but still, I don't know. You're like Jimmy Crack Corn, <laughs> who is the shortstop for the Asheville tourists came in today. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what their names are. I think Jimmy Crack Corn is the shortstop. <laughs> No, that's not true. No, but I, I mean, I will say that that was fun as hell. And I, and yeah, I am really a, just like, I'm excited for you to be a sports mom too. Yeah. I feel like you're a hot sports mom too, where like some moms, like they get into that sports mom world and, you know, up there goes Woody again. We need to do that thing we used to do where we put honey mustard all over his little feet and put socks on it so the honey mustard soaks in. Mm. Oh. Like, Did that work last time? I think it worked last time. <laughs> So, yeah, you like sports. You want to meet a Nashville tourist. But I think if we go to the games enough and you get really into baseball and you actually learn the rules of baseball and what's going on at all, yeah, then I think that it'll be more likely that if you run into one, you'll recognize one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I should just pick up that book in Max's room about all about baseball. Why don't I just teach you Learn how about it? Why don't I just teach you how baseball's played? <laughs> yeah, I guess you you could teach, you know, you know about yeah, baseball? Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> I played baseball as a kid. I watched baseball. 
you know, with my dad. So though I'm not a baseball aficionado by any means, you know, I know how to play a game of like baseball. You can follow it when you watch a game. Yeah. I mean, I used to play with my chaps when, we, when I was young. Okay. We'd play in the sandlot out in the, you know, right before the Vietnam War started, we'd play baseball out in the sandlot and with my chaps. And so I, <laughs> I remember how to play. You know, I, uh, I still wear a Cleveland Indians hat sometimes. Yeah, that's true. The last time I really liked baseball, though, it is true that, like, the the main players were, like, Jose Canseco Jr., Kirby Puckett, Sandy Alomar Jr., um, which means nothing to you, but, mm. but you know, those were good times. Those were solid times. But, yes. you know, in terms of sports and being a parent, um, no matter what, whether you like it or not, it'll be funny because you will be someone who's, like, driving the kids to karate tournaments mm-hmm. and like, you yeah. know, bringing orange slices to the team. And so it's the same exact culture because I was, I played soccer and did karate when I was a kid and it was, it was pretty identical in terms of the mothers. Um, identical to and identical, identical sports mom culture. What you said, uh, karate, so- soccer and karate. So like a, oh, a, yeah, soccer, no, mo- sure. a soccer mom definitely, or a karate definitely. mom. The only difference I would say that the karate moms were a little hotter, a little better fighters than oh. the soccer moms. The soccer moms had good snacks though. Definitely like different vibes though. Very different vibes. Because yeah. I feel like there's something a little bit more. Um, well, there's it, the karate would be much more niche. Mm-hmm. And the soccer would so be. You're much kind more. of like in a room enclosed and sitting there watching, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm. Oh, you're super, saying. Versus, I'm just saying, like, versus the experience of being outside. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just kind of that. Um, like I said, like exhilarating. It's really exhilarating. <laughs> you're just so. You're always being exhilarated while you're outside <laughs> watching sports of any sort. Do you know the rules of soccer? Mm, I mean, all I know is that they have to get the ball into the goal. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Isn't that so? Maybe, like, maybe it, it, it sounds like more so that you just like being outside with groups of people, <laughs> more so than the sport. Um, or which no, part's exhilarating? No, no, no. Being outside. I, it's just the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you're outside. You're watching these two teams just go at it. Go at it. No, that everybody's makes sense. so excited. Yeah, but have you ever been to? I think when you are watching Max or Woody, they can play any sport they want. But specifically, when you're watching them uh, at a karate tournament and everyone's like cheering for their kid and you're cheering for your kid, and you're also cheering for other kids on the team mm-hmm. where Max and Woody train, then it's, it's very exhilarating. I feel like you'll turn to me and you'll say, "This is exhilarating." <laughs> and you'll say, "I wish we were outside; it would be more exhilarating." But this is definitely no. I'm super. Ex- excited about him both of them potentially you know practicing karate and continuing can you mean continuing to practice you've seen you've seen woody's you've seen woody's straight i mean yeah it's actually crazy yeah he's uh, guys seriously he's a natural i'm not even just saying this because it's my son woody has like amazing form he has amazing form. Well, that's because you're a dancer. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. He's actually um, hitting these punches, and he started kicking today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has he been kicking? Yeah, he's been kicking, like little pads. It's I have. just like, it's un- unreal. It's You so know what's cute. fascinating? Oh, my God. Is I'm definitely not picking favorites or, or saying anything, because one's four, one's a year and a half. But like Max, who is really good, I have to make him do it. Yeah. 
and Woody will just be in the background copying us. Oh, yeah. They have such different personalities in that way. Woody's Woody's just in the background copying us. I'm not even asking him to. He's trying to do it. It's so cute. I know. It's so cute. I mean, I'm sure a big part of it is that he's looking up to his older brother. Right. Yeah, it's got to be And Max didn't have anybody, like like an older kid to watch. Yeah, that's true. But I also do think it's in Woody's personality. When you were a kid, what was the sport that your parents tried to make you play? Um, They didn't really make me... Um, I do remember, I vaguely remember playing basketball, but only maybe went to one um, practice. You went to one practice, that's it? Probably, yeah, I don't really Is it because everyone thought you were Tom Petty's daughter and it got (laughs) kind of awkward and then they were like, this is a celebrity's daughter, we don't, this is taking attention away from the team. You know, I did uh, do horseback riding. Oh, swim, swimming, that was my thing. Swimming was your sport. Yeah, swimming. Same as my little brother's. Yeah, 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 that was, now that I think about it, I didn't do a sport. Yeah, that's weird. I'm you know really what's interesting though about swim do, team, do and sports. we'll get off sports in a second, but swim team is actually extremely similar to karate. And here's how: is because you have a group of people training together that is a team, but they are competing individually. Mm, do you know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh, yeah. So you are competing when you go to a swim meet. That's the exact equivalent yeah. of a karate tournament because your team where you train is competing against other teams yeah but you individually actually are competing and it's the same kind of camaraderie the same kind of like way that you know you get a medal and you feel like because i was on swim team as a kid too they, they have a very similar feel mm-hmm. where soccer baseball football it's a, it's a ball sport it's a team sport you yeah. know yeah, yeah. when you when you're swimming you're training you know and karate you're training Whereas, like, you're when you're playing a ball sport, I feel like you're practicing the game. Yeah, that's so. It's true. very, very hmm. similar. Similar, similar kind of like mindset, I think. Yeah. So Man, I don't know if that helps. Swim meets back in the day. I, I <clears throat> um, sorry, Chris just. I pointed at her and I said, "Talking to the goddamn mic, Kenny." <laughs> and I picked up the belt that I have that I scare her with sometimes. <laughs> um. I think one of my fondest memories, one of my favorite, um, I guess times cha- in, times in your life, times in my life, chapters, chapters is by far summers um, on the swim team, and then that just now makes me realize maybe I really am into like sports. <laughs> <laughs> Because I I loved it so much. I love that you're 33 years old (laughs) and you're like, you don't play any sports or really even know, like maybe the rules of most sports. And you're like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a giant sports person, which is fascinating because our dear friend, Aaron Holly, fan of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know if she's ever listened to an episode except for the one that you were on, but Aaron Holly, she became a rabid, a rabid sports fan later. And of course her partner, Go to a classic Mikey Files. He's a sports fan, so obviously she is because of him. But still, she like genuinely likes it. As a woman in her thirties, I shouldn't tell any anybody's age, but you know, yeah, it's 2019. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you're becoming a sports fan. I mean, you watch the fights with me. 
Yeah, and I enjoy them. Yeah, and you really have an eye for it. You know, that, that's because that's like dance mm-hmm. where yeah. the partners are disagreeing instead of agreeing about the movements. Um, yep. But yeah, I think the fact that you're having this complete revolution of the mind about you as a massive sports fan... <laughs> A like a diehard. You're like you want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch football and like eat chicken wings and just, you know, be that be like a sports that sounds lady. Great. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Actually, but the thing is, you're going to be able to relive that whole lost part of your life when because we have kids. I know. Unless, that's really cool, actually, unless Max and Woody don't take to it. But and the that's thing okay. Is, and I won't get into the thing is, is cool. this the thing is is you know this isn't necessarily a parenting podcast, but I'll, I'll give everyone my parenting two cents. Well, this is the um, type B parenting. This is type B so, parenting segment. part two. Part two, yeah. But and people remember, if you want to call in and you want to talk about your kids, you want to ask me and Danny about yes. parenting. If you have a question for Danny and I, who clearly from this recording are <laughs> very, very, very good at parenting. <laughs> You can call us at 828-571-033333. That number again is 828-571-0333. Is that, that is the number? That's the number. Oh, cool. I mean, people are just calling that number left and right. It's ringing <laughs> off the hook. So if we could just get one voicemail, that would be great. Um, but, uh, but anyway, what I was going to say was, is that... Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, what the fuck was I just talking about before I went off about the number? The Bon Appetit uh, magazine is distracting. Sorry, me. Throw I'm, that. I'm looking at a... Okay. Because I saw this like Filipino restaurant. I was thinking about oh, it. Throw so that pretty. magazine. It's very pretty, but throw it. Um. Okay, so you were saying... Oh, parenting. So I was going to give a, a quick parenting tip. Yeah. The parenting tip is don't force your children to continue any sport, but force your children to try sports. Yeah. That would be my parenting tip 101. A lot of people come up to me on the street when I'm walking down the street and they'll say, Chris, I need a parenting tip. I know you're a classic dad. I know you're a great dad. I need a parenting tip. And I'll say, listen here, Jimmy Crackcorn. I saw you playing at the Asheville Tourist the other day. You did a great job, but there's one thing you could work on. It's your fathering because you're a drunk. You're a drunk, Jimmy. And all you do is play baseball. But listen, here's my tip. Here's my tip, my hot daddy tip. I'm going to give this guy my daddy tip. The daddy tip is never force your kids to stay in a sport. If they don't like it, they don't take to it. But force your kids to try sports. Mm-hmm. I'm talking wrestling. I'm talking swimming. I'm talking basketball. I'm talking baseball. I'm talking karate. I'm talking about boxing. I'm talking about all the sports, any yeah. sport. And and let them give it some time. Let give it some time. Because didn't you say... Right Though your mother will listen to this and nothing against your, your sweet Lori Harris or Charles Harris. But didn't you say one time that you wished you wouldn't have quit as soon at the sports when you were a kid or something like that? I can't remember what you said. Um, just lay it all out on the table. Maybe not sports, but maybe just some other things. I was such a scaredy cat when I was a kid, I feel like. What do you mean? Um, I don't know. I was just really shy. Right. So I would try out something like even horseback riding. Um, I was too freaked out and shy to even listen to the um, teacher teach how to set the horse up, like saddle it up. And so I would go in every single time and. You would almost like black out. So oh, to speak, I did not know fear. how to do it. And at that point, like all the other girls had had it figured out and I was too shy to ask for help. I was too mm. shy to even just function. I swear, I, I 
I have memories of just being so shy. And then I, that was that was the same thing. Do you think it was some kind with, of childlike, um, a childlike anxiety or was it literally shy? I think it was just shy. Hmm. And yeah, so I mean, it was all on me. Like I, I was just so shy and so I would not want to really continue on. I remember Do you remember that very specific fear of shyness as a child? Yes. I remember it. Just now when you said, I remember it. Yeah. I mean, one time I, um, I was in a play and I was, I mean, I was young, like maybe 11 or something. Um, it was the dancing princesses, um, at Raleigh little theater. And I went through an entire, you know, series, um, or I don't know, like workshop series. I don't know. Um, what, you, what would it be called when you like join a play? Like a but co- it's probably more of a class. You mean like you mean like all the rehearsals? But it's not like I auditioned for a play. It was like I. It's like you just, join. You're gonna get a part anyway because you're a kid. But it's like you went yeah. through all the rehearsals. Yeah, and I only had two lines. I was one of the princesses. <laughs> Literally two lines. How many rehearsals did you go to? I don't know. I do not remember. You're like, I re I went to one 47 rehearsals <laughs> over the course of three years and I could not remember those two lines. No, I was just, and then the day of the play, I couldn't do it. What do you mean you couldn't do it when you're on stage? No, I just was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. Oh, you didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to. I was too, I don't know. I guess I was too freaked out or shy or too ner- scared too or nervous. too nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my parents let me stay home and oh, I wow. skipped and there were supposed to be nine princesses. So the title was a fucking lie. <laughs> Did people ask for their money back? They're like, some guy was like, hey, listen, the play was good. Everybody was fine. My daughter was in the play, but the title said nine princesses and there were only eight princesses. Where the fuck was the other goddamn princess? And the woman was like out of sorts and she was like I don't know where she is oh my gosh Woody again god Woody it's so weird because we were just saying we were just like, saying they, they don't, don't wake, wake up, up anymore but this is actually See, the podca- not like this no it's because the podcast is similar to sex uh-huh. it's something that we want to do together we're both naked by the way it's funny that <laughs> people at home don't know this but we're recording naked I have an erection I don't know why I have an erection and uh, and yeah it's because of that we don't want to be interrupted that the baby's going to keep waking up. First. It's like fucking clockwork. Classic. It's classic. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. I don't um, think he might have went back to sleep. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so they didn't, they didn't make so, you go. And so are you yeah. saying, are you saying, are you saying you wish they would have made you go? Is that what you mean? No, I'm glad that they let me stay home because it probably made me feel so much better. Right. They're, and of course, they're, they're just looking out for my. I mean, I would feel the same way. Well, it's an interesting. It's an interesting as a, question as a parent. But let me ask you this: same situation. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. Uh, no, no, no. What, what was it? Twenty-two years later. Mm-hmm. Like with Max. With Max. What would you do? <sighs> I feel like be blood bloodthirsty on us. Think just because of. Um, thinking back and though I'm happy they let me stay home I guess I would have basically I've learned not to give up and so I want to teach my kids not to give up 
So you're saying you would, so, make, you, I don't would know. you would make him go? Well, I don't know because I'm I'm a softie. So I think that you would be like, no, you're doing this. But well, yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and for, I would be like, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would make him go because I remember being in the same situation. I think I would make him go. Yeah. I mean, you remember that, of course. I grew up. In in so it sounds so stupid every time I say this phrase, but I grew up in the theater because mm-hmm. my parents met in a production of Greece. I was conceived in the theater. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to their plays. I was in plays my whole childhood. And doesn't it all make sense now? It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I remember every single fucking show I was ever in as a child mm-hmm. from the from the time of being my earliest memory of like five or six to eight, 17 or 18, the last play I was in. And there wasn't a single time where I would have given all of the Cracker Jacks in the world to not go on stage mm. or not go that night. Mm-hmm. I mean, the absolute terror every time because you're a kid. <sighs> yeah. You don't want to fucking even go meet new people as a kid in school, go to a new class, be the new kid, let alone stand on a stage in front of tons of people and recite like a character. I mean, it was scary. Yeah. But the fact is, is that because my parents, and not not because like, I'm not saying that I have some like one up on you because of this, but I'm saying I this is just my definition as to why I would make Max. I do think that it probably, it probably was good for me, maybe in the long run. Yeah. Probably. Wouldn't you say? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Although what's funny is you ended up um being in a, high be, school. being a being a heroin addict. <laughs> now I'm uh, I'm on parole and I'm a heroin addict <laughs> and it's probably all because I did those stupid fucking plays. <laughs> no, but what's funny is didn't you in high school like give up Ooh. in the middle of a no. play or something Wrong. and your theater teacher was like Wrong. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that was like, I know what you're talking about, but the actual story is um, our play, shout out to Shelby High School. If anyone's listening in the fair town of Shelby, North Carolina, the city of pleasant living, Shelby High School has a great theater uh, department, mm. but we were in a play, I myself and Stephen Barker were in a two-man play called Scooter Thomas Makes It to the Top of the World. Wait, say that again? Scooter Thomas makes it to the top of the world. Oh. And it was like a two-man kind of like artsy play, like especially for a high school. Because it was like a pretty progressive department. In Shelby. In Shelby. Well, because yeah. the theater teachers were like pretty legit. Mm. And uh, and so it was me and him. It was a two-man play. And the soundtrack was R.E.M. It was my introduction to like really what? getting into R.E.M. Yeah, so cool. And uh, yeah, it was it was he and I, and the play was like pretty fucking good, I think, from in my at least in my memory. But that it made it to the state state championships of North Carolina in theater. But because I was like the a bad kid in high school, I was good at theater, and I was good at like being doing. That. You were too too cool for school. No, 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 no. I wasn't cool. I was definitely not cool. I was like a theater kid. How cool is that? I mean, I was like a cool theater kid. I was like smoking cigarettes and just like totally just being cool as shit. Yeah. But uh, but no, I got um because I was a bad boy. I was too cool for school. I had bad grades because I hung out with like the skater kids and stuff and smoked marijuana. And I got and you had to have a certain grade point average to go to state. And so they had to use the understudy instead of me, even though I had done all the shows in town and then they didn't win. 
Ah. And so my theater teacher punched me in high school. Wait, you mean like, what do you mean? He, he just like, he like kind of, I mean, I fucking totally deserved it. He was amazing. He's a great teacher. His name's Mr. Pageant. He used to get Wendy's chicken nuggets. I'll probably bleep his name, but he used to get Wendy's chicken nuggets and he would get so many packs of honey mustard per nugget. Like he would get extra honey mustard. I just remember always sitting like uh, when we're, we're rehearsing, he would be sitting in the like shadows in an empty seating section, you know, watching kind of like in the, in the what's the show? What's the, the famous play by the choreographer you love? Fame? No. What's it called? Cabaret? No. Tits and Ass. What's that play called? Oh, you're talking about um, it's actually Chorus a, Line. Chorus Line. It's actually mm-hmm. about him. What's his name? Oh, Bob Fosse? Bob Fosse. Yeah. And so he would be sitting like in the shadows way in the back like Bob Fosse. But he's just like uh-huh. smashing Wendy's chicken nuggets with honey mustard. How old was he? He was like in his late 30s, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. So this would have been 90, late 90s probably. What do you think he's doing now? I don't know. Hopefully he's okay. But uh, Anyway, so, so he... Punched you or no, no, no. He, well, no, I, he came up. I couldn't go because I never went to class. And because uh, I cut, cut class because I was so cool. I was cool, too cool for school. Mm-hmm. I was like Danny Zuko, you know? Yeah. And uh, and so he came up to me and he like told me, and it, I was by the lockers. Actually, in my memory now, it's like an, a, a scene in Freaks and Geeks. I was by the lockers, like taking my books out. And he comes up, it's like between class for the bell. And he tells me, and he like kind of punches me in the arm, kind of joking, but clearly very angry because mm-hmm. he knows I ruined it all oh, because he knows that oh. I was, I was good mm-hmm. and the play was good and it was fucked now. Man. But anyway, it's, it's a cool story. I like that story. I wish that I would have went to the, uh, and the, the understudy was a fine, fine fellow. His name was Austin. Good kid. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, but he, yeah. he screwed it up. Clearly. Well, he, fuck, he was a <laughs> fucking useless twat who probably didn't fucking study his lines. He's probably listening and he just shoots himself in the head. Maybe the play was terrible. Who knows? But it seemed cool at the time. I mean, the R.E.M. I'm sure it was cool. I remember the first scene as I walk out and it's like, stand in the place where you live. And it starts with a suicide. The other guy kills himself in the first scene and then he goes back through the whole yeah. play. Anyway. I mean, high school theater, jo- though, can be really, really good. It can be. Like, at my high school, they were so good. It was good? Yeah. Yeah, theater's pretty fun. Oh, it kind of reminds me of the SNL skit. No, but. exactly. No, the thing is, is we remember it being so good. I'm no, no, sure no. it's hilarious, though. No, it, it go was back. good. A hundred percent. I know. You it know. was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I went to a great high school. Well, like, I, a very art-driven high school. I mean, high my theater program was probably way better than your theater program. <laughs> Screw your high school. <laughs> Every time I hear about Inlow, I re- I reach for my gun. I'm, like, I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Inlow. I love your high school. Um, but anyway, yeah. So long story short, uh, make your kid go to the play or don't. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. You know, because Danny and I are both sitting here. We had one kid who didn't have to go to the play, one kid who had to go to the play. And you know what? We're together. We're in love. We have two kids. And so two separate paths diverging in a yellow wood. They circled back around <laughs> we ran into each other and we fell in love. So really, had your parents made you go to the play or had my parents said I didn't Maybe have everything to go, wouldn't be everything different. could be completely different. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Max could be a, uh, you know, a young Chinese lady. Who knows? 
It just depends. It really, who, who's to say? <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead and call Lynn and give us your two cents on parenting and whether or not your kid should go to the play. 828-571-0333. Maybe you don't have kids. So does that number still go to my number? No, that number now goes just directly to the Garfield phone that we have sitting right there. To Look at it. Oh. <laughs> See? I never noticed that before. Well, it's a new phone I got <laughs> off of eBay. <laughs> Um, so if people call, I'll run over to it and be like, hello. And it's just one of you guys joking. It could be also Jimmy Crackcorn from the Asheville tourists. He and I are getting close, Uh but, uh, Mm. but anyway, the only other thing I can think of really is, um, anything else? I can't remember. Mm. Pretty solid little chat. Yeah. Solid little combo. You really, what this was, was you and I wanting to quickly jump in why Sam and Dave it's funny, Sam and Dave are downstairs trying to get in, but we haven't let them in. We just recorded this really quick. We just wanted to quickly catch everybody up. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a catch-up episode. Type B parenting. Okay, bye, guys. I'm going to go. Put a smile on your face. And tuck a tuck a taco bell.